When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Crunch Time. Zito Power Tools. German-designed quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. We're off to a start with our top five. We've <laughs> <laughs> got us underway. Sam Edmund has right. the top five trade scenarios. That'll captivate us as the season it's goes. It's a top on. five, It'll but it's not in any particular order. I'm just going to say that from the start. Well, it's, it's, it's a top five. What a shocking writer at the start. <laughs> You've had a week to prepare this for a journalist. Look, it's a top five of sorts. <laughs> I actually want to start with a bonus one. Oh, I love a bonus one. <laughs> Can I start with a bonus <laughs> chapter? Sure. Bonus <laughs> chapter. We'll right. go. Okay. We'll put them in order. Who cares? <laughs> well, who cares? You're going you're gonna to come at me anyway. Can you Come start? at me off the top. Doesn't bonus matter. chapter. Let's go shopping at the Gold Coast Sun. So for the second year in a row, the knocks on the Gold Coast trade door are going to be coming thick and fast, albeit for very different reasons. So 12 months after they dangled the big Jack Bowes pick seven package that the Cats obviously won the auction for, the Suns have three players from their academy this year. The powerful key forward, Jed Walter, who they've been tracking since he was 15, Ethan Reed, Jake Rogers. Now, all potentially, rival clubs are very good at bumping up the candidacy of these kids. So we'll see where it plays out. But at the moment, all potentially first-round candidates that the Suns might have to match bids for, at least they're already starting. They'd started last year. And if some say the early bids come for some of them or all of them, they will need a stack of points to hold rivals at bay. Now, as I say, the Suns have been preparing. They've already got something like 4,500 points. Their standard first-round pick, two second-round picks, three third-round picks, and three fourth-round picks. They've got enough I'm not sure any club has matched three bids for academy players, but the shopping comes into it because their first-round pick will almost certainly be swallowed by rival bids for their academy players. Now, the Suns might be happy with this, given there's only so many players you can take and only so many list spots you have. And they've got these three academy kids right here. But I think it's more likely they're going to be tempted to trade out that first rounder to ensure it doesn't get chewed up in the bids for these academy kids. Whether it's for a future pick or an established player, all very early independent to hear on how these kids go and, and you know before the end of their seasons. But Gold Coast very much open for business again for their top end pick. Want a top end pick? Ring one three hundred Suns <laughs> Sellers. Oh, that's what would very you do? good, Sam. I what didn't follow any of that, but the punchline no, was excellent. Yeah, I, agree. I agree with that. <laughs> Sorry. What would you do? What would this you, was what, a bonus. This is your thoughts. What would you do? Well, it really depends on how these three kids go. If you have to match all the bids for them and they've got enough, and they've, as I said, they started this work last trade period to amass because they knew these kids were coming. I don't like the idea of my, my top pick, whatever it might be, where they finish. If they finish outside the eight, it's going to be a high-end pick. Being absorbed, matching a bid. Why don't you get some courage and have a pick? No. So, so will they so you... trade their first-round pick for a player? Is they could what? do they if can. they've got enough list spots, or yes. maybe you trade it for a future first. They'll, they'll you trade oh, it for a future first draft. round pick yeah, in okay. another draft. Okay. They'll have, All right, that's good. They won't have a first round this start. year. They'll have two next year. All right, that's the bonus. That's round. my bonus chapter. Really okay, good start. Really number good start. number yeah. five, the Carlton list. What do they do with it, Jared? I know this has been on your menu for some time. If the season unravels as it has been, what do they do? 
at year's end. Tom DeConing, the headline act. But then you look, these are the guys, some of the guys out of contract. Jack Silvani, Lockie Fogarty, Lockie Plowman, Paddy Dow, Honey, Cunningham, Marchbank, Chincotta, Kemp. Now, some good players there and some so-so ones, but none of them, for me, are making a difference as to whether Carlton or win or lose a game. So I'm not tying their futures to the clubs going forward. Zach Williams back from the knee will help. But Tom DeConing is the difference maker. For me, in the ruck, not as a forward. And yes, Mark Pitnett is there. Intriguingly, they have the same manager as well, Pitnett and DeConing. But if Pitnett gets injured and DeConing is not there, or vice versa, who rucks for them? You need two or the whole season unravels. So can Carlton afford to keep Tom DeConing compared to others? My information is Geelong won't pay him more than what Carlton have offered. They're in the similar basket in terms of how they value the player. But Sydney and St Kilda, who have a seat at the table here, are in a different sphere. So it's going to go the distance with Tom DeConing, and then there's decisions to be made in all those other guys I speak of. I don't see it being deck chairs on the Titanic sort of stuff at Carlton, but who knows? We'll see how the rest of the season pans out. Refashioning the Carlton list with a particular eye on Tom DeConing. For For Harry Himmelberg, the key position restricted free agent. Where does he play and what is he worth? Now, that's what every list manager would have been asking in recent months. He's got a five-year offer from the Giants to stay, estimated to be somewhere around the $700,000 a season mark. He's 27. He can play at both ends. And if he did leave, surely it would be a first-round compensation pick. So either he stays or he goes, and his departure means the Giants have yet another first-round pick. They've already got three. So that could that could bring Harley Reid into play. If you've got four first-round picks... Are you looking to package something up to potentially get a Harley read in? I mean, the flexibility would be outrageous. But if he's going to be well paid at GWS, how desperate are rival clubs actually going to be to price them out? Can they price them out? Could the Swans get that desperate that they trump GWS's offer by that much? And would he even contemplate leaving for a small amount? Are we at that stage yet when he would appear to get on well with his teammates, well with the new coach, Adam Kingsley, and there's some upside there as far as how the side is looking? But the Giants need to keep players rather than acquiring more picks. That much is obvious. Mm. We know that. They need to hang on to this player. They can't keep letting go players in their prime for first-round picks. All right. Harry Hummelberg at four. Three. Mason Redmond. So Ben Williams is his manager. Certainly one who is prepared to hold out for the absolute maximum return for his clients. And that, hey, at the end of the day, that's good management. Adelaide has the money, even if their rebuilding defenders are going okay. Miller and Brody Smith. Albeit Brody is 31 now, and the Crows will have coin to spend. Essendon doing everything in their power to convince him to stay. They have the money to spend too. So we'll get to... Darcy Parrish in a moment, but Redmond will be wanting to get paid here. I think he stays. Simon Madden wheeled out, the famous old 27 to convince the current 27, the big pitch to keep him. Just this was this caught my ear. This was the Essendon coach Brad Scott earlier this week on Mason Redmond and how Essendon are trying to convince him to stay. Yeah, well he's a he's a, a famous number 27. Um, yeah, and we'd like we'd like Redders to, to reach those heights as um, you know, in the jumper 27 like Simon Madden did. But it's, it's always interested me, you know, that, that clubs often make pitches to players from other clubs, but, you know, don't sell the vision to their own, you know. So, you know, I think that's a really important part of our responsibility to, to be really explicit about, you know, what is it that we're building here at the Bombers and, and what does that look like into the future and what's, what's his role in that, you know. And I think that's just part of a really important process for us. So the big presentation, yeah, to keep him. So I think he stays. And I think you can assume, obviously, hearing that, that if it hasn't happened already, it will happen for Darcy Parrish. So there's been a feeling over time that maybe Darcy's been underpaid over the journey. He's coming off a two-year contract he signed in July 21. Then came last season when he finished fifth in the Brownlow. Uh, 
first All-Australian berth. So his management company, Phoenix, you'd think won't settle for anything other than full freight this time around. But as I say, Essendon got the money, and I think he stays. All right, Mason Redmond, Darcy Parish at three, two. The number one, uh, this is number one. So this is the number one pick. Oh, so hang on. So it was Darcy Parish two. Yep. Jared. And so number one is one. Have you lost track? Number one is I one. Have, this, I have. There was a bonus one. It was a start. bonus. I've gone six just to keep it Come interesting on, for you, Jared. He couldn't squeeze Wait, it out. I got lost there. Mm. Let's talk. Rubber? Number one is the number one pick. So does West Coast dire position make it unfathomable that they can hold on to pick one and take Harley Reid? Does their situation, so player availability or lack thereof, lack of young talent, decorated but badly injury-prone veterans who are contracted and clogging their list and have little to no trade value anyway, mean they need as much top-end talent as they can muster? For me, the answer is an overwhelming yes. I can't see how they can justify taking one kid, even if he is hyped beyond belief. Single drafts can transform a club. When we speak all the time around Port Adelaide, Rosie Butters does. We speak all the time about Hawthorne going back, Roughhead, Franklin Lewis. Geelong we speak about, Bartell, Kelly, Stevie J, Ablett as the father-son, Raoul, Anderson, King, Lacocious, close together at the Suns. So this is something like West Coast asking price for number one, isn't it? You trade one, you get two high-end first-rounders in. Or you even trade your first two, you get four high picks in. West Coast traded pick number two last season, so it's not foreign to them. They got 8 and 12 in. That ultimately became Ginby and Hewitt. A priority on WA talent, of course. It doesn't happen. North Melbourne knock back Adelaide. The raid for Jason Orn Francis in 2021. But I don't think the Eagles have that luxury, even if they need to act like it, to ensure they get the best price. Sam's top five drafts and uh, trade scenarios for the end of the year. At one, number one. Two, Darcy Parrish. Three, Mason Redmond. Four, two, Harry Himmelberg. Five, Carlton's list and what to do there. And the bonus was call 1-300-SUNS for a first-round draft. <laughs> that was your best one. It didn't even make the five. And Sillery. Can very I good. ask you a question? Well, no. David King's what? top five <laughs> the questions break. that will shape the You're premiership kidding. race on Crunch Time next. <laughs>